need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another China Business Cast. This is episode number 74. We had a month full of events, uh, so Mike and I were running around. And uh, finally, we're here together. Mike, how are you? I'm, I'm doing doing really great. Just It's true, I missed you, Shlomo. It's been, <laughs> at least uh, in South China, it's always a busy time in October with trade show season and everything. So take some time to catch back up. And and uh, it's getting cold, too, now. And uh, not much of the Thanksgiving freezing, holiday. Freezing yeah. gen cold. Yeah, you were asking me before recording. Is what do you mean cold? I'm like, it means I need a, a light jacket, but it's <laughs> it's still uh, cold, you know. And it's it makes me think of the holidays. You know, that's one of the hard things about being in in uh, well away from your home country during during the holidays, Thanksgiving for us Americans, and uh, obviously not celebrating much here in in China. So. So, uh, you know, and then the matchmaker was an amazing conference, uh, very end of October and finally recovering. It's uh, <laughs> it takes a ton of, ton of energy, but it's worth it, you know, made some great connections and, and, uh, and made some deals. So life is good. How about awesome. you? Uh, you're in Portugal, right? I'm in Portugal, still in Portugal now in a very nice city. Uh, with the sea view and the called Cascais, that's uh, very close to Lisbon. I was here for Web Summit uh, in Lisbon, which was amazing. It's so big; uh, it's like Rise, but uh, I think four times larger. So there were tons and tons of people. Made connections, uh, met people. It was really really nice, and good pub crawls, just like the one we had in in Hong Kong. Uh, I think a year and a half ago, where you were leading it. So I had a pub yeah. crawl here, which was also really really nice. And um, yeah, and then somehow it happened that um, I, I I spoke with an old contact and understanding that he's in Portugal, and he invited me to speak at the annual entrepreneurship fair this week in Porto. So we're going this week. Uh, so that's going to be also uh, exciting. I'm actually today is the plan to work on the presentation, so it's it's going to be a busy day. And um, and also um, another thing that's happening is that I launched Free Financial Self finally um, on the last episode or maybe a month ago. It was kind of starting out, so I finally there is a mini course there. So if you want to check that, uh, so that's a course for reaching your financial goals. That's on Free Financial Self dot com great free financial self.com guys check that out check that out it's great and yes and i'm here in portugal until mid-december so any listeners want to get in touch if we have listeners well we have listeners in portugal we know that from the stats so get in touch uh we'll be happy to meet you definitely reach out to shlomo take him up on that and i was just i was just talking about it before the show recording uh i've it's been over two years since I've been back to the United States of America, but in 2018, February, I'm going to be heading down to Florida, so I'm excited for that, taking a whole family, the wife and two kids, four full tickets now. They're old, too old to get the free ones, so all paid <laughs> tickets, <laughs> and 
you know, a lot of people ask me, so put together a workshop for, for uh, a lot of what I know in China. It'll be February 7th and 8th in Miami. So check out the show notes. If you guys are interested, it'll be a great one. And listeners, go meet Mike. <laughs> yeah, meet me. It's nice in Florida. It'll be nice and warm. So try to get some, <laughs> some friends down to from my home. Well, originally from Connecticut, Northeast New Jersey, New York, Connecticut area. But mm-hmm. anyway. So, yeah, and uh, we have our um, announcements um, just like every time. And this one will be a short one. So, guys, we need your reviews. It's always helpful. We're just looking at the stats and we're really doing well and we need some more of that. So give us a review. And we even have a very, very nice review from one of our listeners. And I'm going to read it out loud. Um and the topic and the subject line is uh, keeps me connected five stars it's by tim lindeman from the united states and he says outstanding podcast to keep connected to what is going on in china business world i live in the states and i'm responsible for overseeing my company's china business going to china a couple of times a year isn't enough to stay up to speed china business cast helps to maintain that connection tim thank you so much for this review that really helps and we're really really glad that you're enjoying the show Um, Thank you, Tim. Yeah, and um, who's our guest, Mike? Yeah, so this this week's show, we have Alan Cho, the CTO of Rocket Space. It's a premier co-working space and community for startups. And I met him at the TechCrunch event when they were in Shenzhen. And he's a very knowledgeable, experienced uh, businessmen that we talk a lot about. We talked about the interview before the recording for quite a bit about the mass entrepreneurship movement in China. And we talked kind of about the history of what we've seen in the startup scene over the, over the years. And he gives some ideas of, you know, the government's uh, involvement and uh, the private sector and everything. So it's a great interview. Cool. Jump in. All right. Thank you, everybody, for another China Business Cast. We have a special guest with us today, Alan Cho from Rocket Space. Uh, and it's going to be a great show. Thanks for coming on, Alan. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Michael. I've uh, been listening uh, to your podcast for a while and a uh, big fan. So uh, great to be on. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for listening, too. It's great to, uh, great to hear that. So we, we, uh, we met at the TechCrunch, uh, Shenzhen event, the first time they came down to the South, which is, I think, great for, for you and me. You know, we're, I'm a big fan of the South of China. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's really great. And yeah. you're, you're one of the biggest promoters for the South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like Un- it. Unofficial ambassador. That's yeah. Sure. Where do I sign up for the ambassador program? <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, so, uh, you know, what would you say would be the, the start of this? Chi- Matt, what our topic today is the mass entrepreneurship movement to China or into China. What would you say would be a start of that? You know, I mean, where would you say I mean, the early stages? Yeah, the ofi- official start would be when uh, when Li Keqiang was at Davos in uh, September 2014. That's when he announced this program, the state. Uh, sponsor program for mass entrepreneurship and innovation. I think that that's where, uh, I, I think from a timeline standpoint, that's where everything kind of uh, became clear that the government was very committed to pushing innovation. Uh, entrepreneurship, I think it's very cultural. So <laughs> I'm not quite sure if that's, uh, you know, that's uh, a big push. Uh, you know, I think Chinese as a culture, uh, we're always very entrepreneurial. 
So, but the innovation side for sure is very different. I think it's about, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a message, right? So, whenever they do a big campaign here in China, it's messaging uh, and entrepreneurship, meaning that uh, what well, you you know everybody needs to get involved with uh, looking for uh, the next employment opportunity. Um, you know, with the changing economy, with the way that technology is playing in innovation, in the sense that uh, I think it's just a reminder that uh, China, even though technology, even though the uh, the advances in, in the economy, that everyone should be innovative, right? Thinking differently, uh, making sure that we solve problems. So I think it's a it's a great policy. I I, I you know I've. Uh, you know, been involved with uh, innovation for for many years. I started my career in California in politics in the uh, '80s, and and I saw the uh, the rise of uh, of Silicon Valley, how that environment came about. Um, le- less government, but still, government has has something to do with it in terms of uh, giving you know the blessing, I guess you can call it, and. Uh, helping with uh, uh, with programs and schools and the higher education uh, institutions and, and just overall having that sense of direction. I think I think that that is exactly what's happening in China right now. Mm. Interesting. Two thousand fourteen. I mean, this is uh, so. Yeah, I, I would I would say basically from my perspective as a as a foreigner in China, I always feel like if the if the government supports, I mean, I guess anywhere in the world, but especially in, I would say, mainland China, if the government's really pushing something, the people will kind of validate, like you had said, like it kind of officially said, like, okay, startups are, startups are good, innovation is good, entrepreneurship's good. Because I feel like my feeling like before that was there was this hesitation to do a startup, and at least as you know, the families, the, you know, there's all these different generations in China, right? The grandparents and the parents, and then like the younger, uh, younger generation. So I feel like maybe, maybe the support from the government helped maybe convince those younger people that it's okay to, to go out and do this. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. Yeah, for sure, government support in China. You know, authoritarian government, right? So one, <laughs> yeah. one, one, one system and uh, one government and. Uh, it's, you know, it is very important because one is at least on on the administrative side, you've got the policy that's filtering down from the central government to local governments. And that's exactly what's happening with this policy. The, the official rollout, actually, uh, the official documentation from the state council is March of uh, 2015. So not that far ago. Uh, not that long ago, and what that policy says is that it, it's uh, it's to try to provide the environment to foster uh, entrepreneurship innovation, um, and uh, the, uh, the, the the areas that they got into uh, in terms of this mandate is one is locations, you know, having locations where entrepreneurs and, and innovators can and startups can actually work out of so it, it essentially incubators and uh, uh, you know it's not a new idea in China uh, so the first incubator in China is 1987 in uh, Wuhan uh, and in Guangu but that's a very traditional large size facility, meaning that it's almost like a tech park, like uh, hmm. uh, Stanford Tech Park, where you have the whole tech park. And, and the incubation basically is is very specific to technology. 
Whereas what we're talking about in terms of this mass entrepreneurship innovation is smaller size, uh, probably a thousand square meter and less, but you know, ten thousand feet and less, and then um, and across China. And and the mandate is that every every city and local government districts have to build these incubators, which is amazing because from from beginning of 2015 when this policy started uh, to uh, the type of tracking that we, you know, the government has been doing in terms of looking at the number of uh, uh, incubators. By the end of 2016, end of last year, uh, 4,300. <laughs> mm. So, so, so therefore, you know that that that, that mandate is, is quite critical, right? Yeah. To, to set up these locations, and and then within the uh, spaces, there is a, a requirement for servicing. Uh, these uh, startups and that you know and, and a little vague in, in certain sense be, of the policy because they, you know obviously policymakers are not uh, uh, startup uh, service providers or, or innovation service providers so they 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 got a lot of lot of the uh, information from the 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 existing incubators uh, such as uh, garage cafe so cool yeah uh, sure. which which i was a part of it and, oh wow you know, I was a partner at So Cool. So, so we we started uh, in 2011. So we yeah. did get an early start. They uh, they also got uh, uh, the government also went in and looked at uh, Innovation Works, which is uh, Lee Kai Fu's uh, accelerator. Yep. So they did a lot of advanced work beforehand. We we, we provided uh, we meaning um, uh, you know myself and, and, and folks there in uh, in uh, Zhongguancun on on in a way and, and you know across the city the ones that uh, were early enough to, to sort of get get started so they kind of took a look at our model and world policy which is you know which is pretty normal you know in in the government in in, in uh, California and the U S where you you want to set up a uh, a certain policy would do uh, public hearings and so forth. I guess they 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 did do their homework. <laughs> so yeah. so we're we're very happy about that. So That's great. Not just uh, uh, you know not just uh, you know thinking on their own, but they're actually getting uh, people who are in the business involved. Yeah, that's smart. That's that's smart. Yeah, I remember I've been to Garage Cafe in early days, and uh, it's definitely a. It's definitely an icon of what is possible and and what's out there. And, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the ecosystem, the early ecosystem. You know, where you you build it, they will come. I, I, you know, and that's the policy. So you build it. Hopefully, uh, you know, as, as policy gets more mature, as more uh, policy, uh, uh, more uh, support is given to these uh, startups, that they will uh, come into these spaces, get the type of help to register the company to. To register their IP, to to get these, uh, you know, get uh, support in terms of uh, you know local uh, uh, funding to to get uh, moving. So so overall, it, it, it you know on paper for sure. In in reality, also pretty much you know from the numbers that we're looking at, uh, 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 you know it, there there are benchmarks. Uh, so 2015 yearly, month uh, daily. In China, twelve thousand uh, new companies uh, are registered. You know oh, that's, that's an incredible number. Oh. You know twelve thousand a day, and then two thousand sixteen for the first three quarters, uh, they tracked it. It was uh, fourteen thousand six hundred <laughs> per day average. Insane. So you know there are a lot of business being formed in China, and, and, and maybe you know part of it is uh, growing economy. 
But part of it is this policy where, you know, we, where you have uh, locations opening up, uh, incubators opening across to China, and, uh, and the mandate is that they have to register companies. And that's not, a, not, that's not the, you know, I would say the, the, the final sort of tally, right? So, okay, you've got companies. Well, registering a company in China is easy now. You know, much more easier than when you when you and I came in. Yeah. You know, I, I've been around for 21 years in China. When when you came in, also you know, many years ago. Uh, how many years have you been around? Uh, uh, it's like, almost about 10 now. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean, even 10 years ago, yeah, even 10 years ago, when you tried to register a company, you would have to get it was uh, uh, chop uh, chops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for Wolfie's uh, wholly owned four enterprises, you yeah. would have to get a lot of paperwork exactly. done. So now it's one stop shop. You know, I mean, this is where. To be honest, I mean, that that's where the sort of innovation comes in, right? I mean, if you're able to do it online now, uh, register your company, uh, whereas before you couldn't, uh, the amount of money that you have to put, in, you know, invest into the company, invest into the company where was uh, very uh, strict, you know, 500,000 RMB for, for a company and so forth. Mm-hmm. And now, it's, it, 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 you know, they just, they let, leave it to you, right? You know, you, exactly. you, you and put the money in, then you can reinvest, what have you. So, um, so much easier. So that that I hope you know, I, I would attribute to to this uh, this uh, national policy. Yeah, I'd agree. It's uh, it's it's true. I mean, finally they're kind of coming around. Uh, also, it's on top of government, I would say the bigger corporates in China, like the tech companies, have also been more supportive i i feel like another hesitation that used to be with startups i would talk to would be they're afraid that they would get copied by baidu or tencent uh and (laughs) instead of acquired but i you probably know better than i do but i know there's been more openness of uh, mna in the in this chinese ecosystem i i feel like that's also kind of helped support the ecosystem uh as well would you would you how do you feel about yeah i mean for sure the big guy the big BAT are, are being more active in terms of uh, with their with their funding, um, you know, a lot, a lot of funding there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, tremendous amount of uh, resources uh, financially. Um, yeah, they all have VC uh, arms and, and they go out there and they look for uh, new ventures. But uh, the alumni from you know each of these uh, uh, make a internet. Uh, tech companies, they they spin out, they they leave the company, they go start their own business, right? So, so the alumni people love to invest in in uh, Ali alums and, and and you know Tencent alums because they feel like well, one is the the branding halo, but also the experience in a in a very successful technology company. Uh, for sure, that that's part of it. The startups are still. Uh, might be difficult for startups to get the funding they need, even with all these big companies uh, getting involved. But but you know, BAT is or you know, BAT is just such a the three three tech companies are just so huge, right? I mean, yep. they're they're just so unique in their uh, in their in their uh, history and in, in their development. Uh, and and they are, they, you know, the 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 the. Uh, the halo that comes off of these three companies are very good, and and they are uh, uh, encouraging and, and uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, helping young people uh, to to sort of understand what the you know technology realm is like. But across the board for startups, still quite difficult. One is because startups are very immature. 
So your 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 founders are, are sometimes not very good. Very, you're very good at, at technology or thinking ideation, but not very good in the business side. So that's why you need incubators and professional uh, organizations, uh, uh, service companies to actually help uh, with that that growth. Um, and that's what Rocket Space does. Uh, mm-hmm. We're a, you know we're fast growing. Uh, we were sort of the uh, growth stage, uh, you know, accelerators. So, uh, you know, therefore named Rocket Space. Uh, and and in China, uh, uh, there are similar organizations uh, that spawn locally, but just not very, I would say, successful. Because one is you, uh, the, the uh, you know, I, uh, you know, the reason I think is that in the in the flow of how. Startups are, are are coming up, uh, in, 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 you know, grown, uh, and how uh, investors in China there's a lot of funding, and the ones that are good will get picked up really quick. So, so for investors from a, a venture capital side, you you need to be there really early, but not too early, obviously. But uh, you know, because of the amount of time, the bandwidth that we have to look mm. at this team. So therefore, you rely on partners, uh, uh, incubators, and and organs. You know, these uh, in, uh, these uh, uh, startup organizations to actually help you identify these in, you know these individual companies. But um, uh, you know, but it's so early, right? So yeah. so we're meeting up with very different. You know, at different sides, we're meeting up with uh, challenges because of the 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 sort of early stage, uh, the the, uh, the the early days of this industry, and this, uh, yeah, and 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 so it's uh, it, it's it's a it's difficult for startup because one is how do you get out there and because there are similar ideas you know as we as we look at the bike sharing or bike rental business mobike and and ofo you you look at that industry my gosh i mean everybody and their grandmothers in there right so Mm -hmm. so for a young startup, you, even you had the great idea, you had the mechanism, uh, the, the 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 management software and app. But to, to be honest, if you don't get that funding, you know you're not going to go too far. Uh, and strategically, to cover all of China is, is extremely difficult. You've got 200 some odd cities in China with a million. Uh, inhabitants in each mm. uh, city, so yeah. so your coverage is huge, right? So anyway, so so I think it's still very difficult. I think having the big guys involved is good, and uh, you know companies like uh, Foxconn, Huawei, uh, Lenovo are all very much involved. But but to be honest, they're they're fighting their own battle, <laughs> I think, and that engagement with startup and innovation is not. I, I personally, I don't think it's uh, in, uh, you know in depth enough. Uh, if it's meaning that that big corporations in China are not into that uh, corporate innovation side because you know they're doing so well, right? And that's a that's that's a scary part. That's a very of concern because uh, every company that's not digital uh, and and not uh, quote unquote looking at the future. Uh, you, you've got a problem. You know, you should look at this now rather than later because uh, the disruption that's coming in is just so, so, so comes in so fast. Right? So, so I think that there there are multiple issues at play here. Yeah, it's true. I mean, well, it's hard anywhere. I think the big guys to keep up with the small, innovative, nimble startups. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a global 
thing. And so team building, I think is also very important to have a successful ecosystem. And, yeah. uh, I'm sure like your rocket space must be, I'm sure is part of helping with team building. And, and, uh, what would you say is ways I've even talked to others, uh, that have asked me, how do Chinese startups really find their co-founders or their, their founding team? Yeah, well, like anywhere else, classmates, <laughs> you're right? lots of people that you trust. Uh, but within uh, when when um, when we're doing uh, when I was at uh, Garage Cafe, it, it, you know they, that 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 ecosystem small, but uh, you know lots of events. Uh, so you're 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 meeting, you're socializing. That social aspects, uh, and and we do that the same with Rocket Space. It's uh, uh, a lot of events uh, being held in, in in our space in Shenzhen, the first one that uh, that opened in in Nansen. and uh, I think that's the norm. Every every in a, you know innovation space incubator have uh, have uh, great events. You know you bring in the the speakers, but you have uh, uh, training programs, uh, mentors come in. Um, the the collision of ideas. You know I, we've seen teams where uh, you know separate separate teams would would be in the you know in, in the uh, in the incubator at the same time, and then you know a year later you know you would have teams who combine people jump. Right. So, so it, it is the the sharing of ideas, uh, collision of ideas, and um, that common thread uh, critical. You know, as we talk about ecosystems uh, in San Francisco, Rocket Space is quite large, yep. uh, about eight thousand square meters, and and you know you have hundreds of teams there, right? And and that that creates that environment where you're seeing uh, uh, other teams and having dialogues about what they're doing. Um, uh, you know, so that I mean, that's this is where I think what we're seeing with uh, uh, co co working spaces around China. You know, in Shanghai, uh, Naked Hub, and and we work, and, and uh, you work in China. I, I think this is all good. You know, so uh, uh, thank you, and you know, this is all good. I, I think it's all a, a greater sort of landscape of what we're we're looking at in terms of innovation entrepreneurship is that uh you 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 we're not going to be able to do it in one location you know and i, I and i think that when we landed in Shenzhen, i just felt that 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 it had all the pieces right so when you say team building and, and hr uh, i mean that's critical right when you have an entrepreneurial city where where I see Sinzet is a big incubator, so you you don't need to go there and, and open incubators. You need to go there and 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 really look at the next step, right? Uh, corporate engagement, corporate innovation, uh, startup uh, startups that can actually uh, uh, sort of engage with the larger corporations so that they can can grow okay. uh, in, in that way instead of holistically uh, growing your business. I mean, nothing wrong with Working with a big corporation, as long as your your product and, and what you're providing, uh, the solution that you're providing gets to to be helpful, right? And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so 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 I think that when you say team building, I think it's a bigger piece, right? You have to have the talents, and so that's why people gravitate towards Shenzhen, Hangzhou, Beijing, Shanghai. In a way, Shanghai's upcoming, but but will, you know, I, I I believe that it will be to that point. Uh, it's just such a huge city, right? So whereas uh, Hangzhou and Shenzhen are are actually quite manageable, you know. So so I think that that that, that uh, when you say team building, I think the local environment is very critical. 
Like the China Business Cast and want to get involved? We have special offers for supporters of the show, starting from just one U.S. dollar and up. We have something for everyone. Check out all the different ways to engage at www.chinabusinesscast.com/support. That's www.chinabusinesscast.com/support. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I like that. It kind of leads into my next question a bit with the locations of China. Uh, yep. As you said, it's obviously it's just, every city itself is so massive. I mean, it, you know, every every city is like you could travel hours across from one side to the other of most cities in China that I, I know of. And and uh, how does one even decide where to kind of base? Uh, is there any kind of formula or suggestions you can? Well, yeah, I, for startups, I would say wherever you can get the most support. Right? I mean, literally, you know, uh, you know, space to work, build your team. Um, there obviously needs to be a school. I mean, I, I think schools are very, very critical. Um, I, I, I was just at a uh, an SAP uh, uh, college uh, uh, academic conference and. And even for a big software company, they're going around to to eighty some uh, universities, opening up uh, innovation hubs, uh, next next gen they call it next generation hubs. I think those are uh, you know, and and that's for you know for the for SAP as a company. But for startups, my feeling is that you got to be these schools because one, the talents come out. Uh, I think broader in scope in terms of how they're looking at their career now. Nobody plans careers anymore. Right? I mm. mean, you can't, you almost can't do it. You can't architect your career anymore, right? You can say, okay, I want to go go to this company and become a uh, a, a product manager, and I want to jump to another company to be a VP of uh, of innovation. I mean, you, uh, how do you do that? <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, things come up all the time, and and you, I think you 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 and and that that's the fluidness of of of, of the job marketplace and, and how careers are are you know changing. I mean, um, you know, pe- people uh, companies don't hire anymore. Samsung, I was in Korea. Samsung does not hire anymore. I mean, they're 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 you know they're going through their own internal system to um, you know to groom people, uh, you know loyal loyal uh, employees. So so uh, I would say to pick a location, one you know it, it, your hometown, right? I mean the the Silicon Valley halo is great. You know I think Silicon Valley has shown the world that that. That you can do startups and be disruptive and come up with great companies, build great companies. But the same, um, you know, the the same type of uh, innovation is happening in Israel. Uh, it's happening um, you know, in London, obviously. So, so my feeling is that be where, you, but that those sort of must haves. You, you need to tick off, right? That checklist, right? So a group school so that you, you're able to talk to the ac- academics and research and development. So maybe if you do need research development, you can actually find resources on campus, right? Building labs, you know, if you're getting into life sciences, that, that's, that's a very expensive pro- proposition. So I think schools, uh, two is uh, the uh, uh, logistics, right? Uh, since then being, you know, I'm, I'm sure when you picked the, uh, uh, the location. I mean, there were many factors, but but for sure that as a as a trader, uh, that 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 
closeness to the ports, yeah. uh, uh, you know, to, 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 to logistics is critical, you know, being able to fly to any city you want. Nowadays, with the way the, 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 the you know, plane technology, aerospace technology, you can be anywhere, you know, almost, you know, as long as they have the route. But, but there are just some cities that have you know, better uh, uh, flight schedules and, and routes where you can get to the locations you need to go. So, so in yeah, in big city, I mean, China, the big cities, uh, Beijing um, has an advantage. I mean, obviously, you know, Tsinghua, Beida, I mean, just you know, uh, uh, Beihang, you know, all you know, big well-known universities are, are in Beijing, and. The one area, uh, you know, I always thought the, the one big incentive of being in Beijing is the, the fact that that, that count, counterculture, right? I mean, counterculture of, uh, of asking questions, right? I mean, that, that uh, Be- Beijing has always had. Right. I mean, we look at history. Right. I, I don't need to go through tick off the, <laughs> the historical side of this, but but that counterculture is critical. Right. Not not satisfied with the norm. So you have more uh, artists, uh, pop culture-wise uh, artists in, in Beijing, you know, the Trajans of the world uh, and uh, the artists, you know, Ai Weiwei's from Beijing, right? So, so I think that that is, uh, is something that uh, quite, uh, you know, quite interesting, right? So you've got this, you know, the, the center of uh, government. Yeah, you have a lot of people asking questions and, and, and doing, you know, trying to do things differently. Do you do we find that elsewhere? I think Shenzhen we have that in Shenzhen. I think that we have that, and not artistically, but but maybe that's also something you look at, right? The artistic side of it is, you know, is the cultural development side. Uh, artists, uh, performing arts, and and other artistic side of things is is it is it prominent in that city? Uh, I think it's very critical. So that combination, because I we look at it, uh, San Francisco has has this, you know, has this uh, our, our art sort of artistic side, obviously from you know from the remnants of the '60s, I guess. But you look at London, uh, New New York coming up now, very you know Broadway, uh, you know the embrace of and you know you're you're embracing the artistic side, and that that will help with the innovation side. Okay. Yeah, this has been great, Alan. Thank you so much. I getting towards the end. I I know we're both you're a very busy person, and I of course we're doing this in English language, and much, there's Chinese that listen that have good English, but of course it's foreigners. So I don't know if you want to give some special notes to to foreigners trying to do startups in China or tech in China. Is there something specific that you would let them know? I mean, I know it's a little bit it's a little bit different. I think with some of what we've mentioned, so. Yeah, pre. I mean, pre incubation. I think uh, that you know what 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 I'm pushing for, and you know have been pushing for for a long time is that uh, you know pre incubate, right? So, uh, Rocket Space has a location in London now. We just opened with RBS uh, June in June June sixth of, uh, of uh, last uh, last month, and uh, we're opening up in Melbourne and and uh, looking at Vietnam as as you mentioned uh, uh, I was just in Korea looking at something our founder was just in Japan um, I think it's, it's a global play so don't I, I think being a, a a startup from outside of China you know where the problem you know the problems lie right you've got language and cultural issues which which all can be overcome I think uh, but the key is the the uh, 
uh, you know, the business side of things in China is different. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm finding a great partner, but pre-incubate, look for those partners, come in very, very uh, wholeheartedly look for people that you can work with. I, I'm a big uh, 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 sort of uh, advocate for uh, younger people to, to engage. So so I love slush. I love, uh, uh, you know, events where young people are involved because I feel that, you know, you and I, you know, uh, you know, we've been here uh, a lot. We're older, a lot older, obviously. Yeah. But I'm a lot older. You're a lot younger. <laughs> and but but we can, you know, I mean, people will, will obviously write you a lot because you're you're doing such a great job in terms of providing information and and, and leads and so forth for people. Um, but we have limited bandwidth, right? So mm-hmm. everybody comes to us. I mean, you <laughs> totally, get, you get yeah, this, I'm sure. yeah, you get this all the time. Yeah, I know, it's overloaded. I get it all the time, and people are going to say, hey, you know. Hey, Michael, why don't you find me a partner in China? Hey, Al, yeah. why don't you find me a, 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 a partner in China? Well, we would love to do it, and we try to do it. I, you know, I'm a mentor for uh, the city of London, uh, the, the mayor's program for international uh, business, and, and I get a lot of inquiries. And I try to do my best to give them the advice, and I'll just give the advice, uh, uh, sort of common advice, right? You, you need to spend the time, but to be honest, if you're not ready to land in China, don't land. Right. And, and all the, uh, you know, be very, you know, be very uh, open minded about China. I, I think doing business China is not it's difficult because the language barrier and the culture barrier. But it's a great market. I mean, literally, you hit it right. And we've had many, you know, you have many friends who do this. and I have many friends who come here and made, made, uh, made do uh, done well, um, you know, um, it's a uh, it's a great place to be, and it, it's becoming more international. But pick pick out the partner people that you can trust, and that takes time. Right? That, you know, I you know you, you you've ten years, me twenty one years of, yep. of of looking and, and interacting with people here. So pre incubate. Do the work that you need to do. Connect uh, uh, when you're back in your home country. Uh, be very specific about what you want to do. And uh, you know when you when you mentioned the the city selection. I mean, if you're the IoT hardware, you're Shenzhen, right? I mean, exactly. obviously, uh, manufacturing. Uh, but uh, for trade, you know, for for anything outside, I would say for uh, AI, for big data, you can pretty much be, uh, you know. The top cities: uh, Hangzhou, Shanghai, Beijing, uh, uh, even even you know some way Guangzhou with the with uh, with the university uh, there. Zhongshan is very good. Um, I, I think it's about just uh, hunkering hunkering down and have a place to land. You know, so Australia government, Australia has a landing pad. They landed in. And, you know, the first one globally uh, was at uh, Rocket Space in San Francisco. They, uh, uh, you know, build a small uh, uh, space where uh, startups can just, you know, go to San Francisco. They landed in China. It's in Shanghai. And, and uh, so they uh, done well in that sense. And they're looking at uh, landing. And so so I think that 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 having a place to land where you can get all the resources that you need uh, and don't feel like you're, you're not, you don't have support. I think that support group, uh, as you were saying, team building uh, is critical. You know, we, we, we know that there's a whole group of people in Shenzhen that uh, Southern China, Hong Kong, that, that are very supportive of the startup environment. I think you, you connect. Did you go to rise? Uh, yeah, I was just there. Yeah. Last, how, how was that? It was, yeah, that was intense. I mean, it's, it's not really representative of, of mainland China. I mean, it's, but it was, you know, it's, it's very 
global, uh, they, you know, there were some examples like you had to use the app to get into the show and you had to have oh, Google, okay. Google Play. So one of our right. team members, Claire, doesn't have Google Play because it's not working. So she, we had to really, yeah, hack, yeah. we had to really hack it to make it work. And then we're wondering okay. how, uh, how they could have more mainland Chinese. But yeah, it's, it was definitely huge. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, hopefully, you know, we would have more shows that, you know, maybe we do it in Chinese next time. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure. Uh, and we push out in Chinese and, and uh, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I think that the, the reverse goes for Chinese companies want to go out uh, and, and, and look at, you know, look at opening markets overseas. Uh, uh, the Zhong uh, uh, Wanchun has a, uh, in Beijing has a, a, a space in Santa Clara, Lingang, which is a big uh, innovation sort of tech park operator from Shanghai, has a location in 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 the city, you know, and and all these spaces are, uh, you know, are, are set up to help Chinese companies to, to land. The startup side is a little different. My my feeling is that um, you, you you know tackle China, <laughs> right? But you know, you might have a great idea, you know, from, from you know here that that could work very well in in the states. Uh, doesn't you know? I don't I don't preclude that. But same issues, right? You've got cultural differences, language differences, and I think that solve those issues and then obvious issues. But but having that great partner, so youth engagement in the sense that it, you can imagine if young people that are in college they they come to China or or we send Chinese kids to uh, to the states to. Uh, to attend events, uh, innovation events, and and they engage with their uh, counterparts. In three years, five years, when they're ready, they can just call, call up their friends that they made at these events rather than calling us, right? I, I really think that we don't need to be in the middle of this. We, sure. I, I think they need to engage on their own. So it's so a lot to do, you know, and I, so I, I think that we're, China's on to Yes, China is onto something really unique, uh, uh, and we're you know we're using. I travel quite a bit around the world, so we're taking that and and asking um, uh, you know entrepreneurs and innovators from across the globe to look at China, but uh, across the board, having Chinese uh, to do more, you know Chinese entrepreneurs do more trips overseas. So so that engagement, I think that globalization is critical. I think we're we're synergizing global innovation from from you know, from here. So, so it's good. Everything is, uh, is on track, but, but a lot more work to be done. So much, but it's, it's opportunity too, right? So hopefully people, oh, great opportunity. yeah, Absolutely. people listening can take some action and, and, uh, but I think I, I basically summarize, I think like, you know, I think summarize your, your great input, but I think getting out here, not sending you or me an email and asking how to, you know, get a partner. I talked to somebody actually literally yesterday and she's looking for a Chinese partner for her agency. And, you know, I said, you know, I can introduce you in email or WeChat, but you're going to have to get out here and meet these events. people. Yeah, events. Yeah, attend events at TechCrunch and, and uh, you know, Techno. Uh, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I, but the thing is, you know, right now in China, is that, you know, along with the incubators, you've got a lot more events. You know, every location, exactly. every city has events. So every day. More events, I would say, than any place else. I just never seen so many events. But 
uh, but for the for the uh, friendly uh, folks from overseas, I think that pick the right events, right? Just come in for the event, and exactly. and you'll meet up a lot more people. Do the meetings, right? Uh, schedule a couple of days. Go to Hong Kong. Yep. Um, you know, come, come to Shanghai. Uh, obviously, Shenzhen uh, is is uh, good. Hangzhou, uh, all all good. I mean, you just yeah, you're right. Come come out. Time it, but 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 I tend to. I think attending events the best. I mean, you literally can't cover all. Then then you would schedule individual meetings and then go from there. Exactly. All right, Alan. It's been a really amazing time talking to you. Uh, maybe let, before you gotta go. Uh, we mentioned Rocket Space a few times, but I'd, I'd love to yep. have you kind of give us the give us the uh, overview. Right it's it's sure. Uh, so, so Rocket Space started in 2011 from a very simple idea that the founders were all, uh, you know, from startups, and they they uh, looked at their their bottom line, say, hey, listen, when we rent a space, we can probably rent additional space and rent it out and amortize our costs. So, so I think it came from a very simple idea of of this co-working space to to have a space where uh, people would would great vision for innovation could all just gather right so that ecosystem but from there you know we i, I think uh, the uh, you know obviously having a, a good number of uh, of these fast moving uh, startups so so the requirement to get into rocket space is that we get about 40 applications a day now in, in san francisco we're getting you know the same in in Zen that we opened in in may that you would need to be a uh you would need to have a product uh, that's already, uh, you know, out. You would need to have uh, clients and revenue. So, so there. So, once you have that, then you come to Rocket Space. We'll help you in terms of all the additional resources to, to uh, you know, to to get funded. Now we're building a global fund now. So, and before we we, we act as a sort of a FA to to try to get your you know get you the support. We'll we'll connect you with corporates. We work with a lot of corporates to help the corporates with uh, corporate innovation. So. So when you when you come to Rocket Space, basically it's everything about startup and, and, and innovation. So people, that's the language we we we, we speak. And uh, but but it's more across the board. Uh, you know, uh, and, and you know the the the, the, the companies there are, are are you know the corporations that are looking for that that big disruption. Mm. We'll get involved with them. Will connect them with uh, with the startups, but nowadays it's uh, you know it's even more uh, active, right? So making sure that that we actually uh, drive towards that next uh, the big disruption. Uh, Uber came out of uh, uh, was was part of uh, Rocket Space, Spotify, cool. uh, Supercell when they landed in the states. So so we. We, we've seen the growth, and and there's a, a tremendous amount of of activity. Uh, all companies are going digital, as as we know, uh, and uh, and Rocket Space is just in the middle of that that uh, that service provider side to to you know to to really help uh, startups to get up to that uh, that level of disruption and 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 corporations to understand what that disruption uh, is coming from. All right. Very exciting. Thanks so much, Alan. And that's Rocket Space. Uh, how can people find you? Yeah, Rocketspace.com. Yeah, right yep. there. And, uh, yep. And, uh, yep. Let us know if you uh, uh, have uh, any questions uh, when you come to. We're opening up in Beijing in August. So, uh, and then uh, Xi'an in September. Our local partner in China is uh, H&A Group. 
Okay. So it's a big conglomerate, and we're hel- we're helping them with innovation. So Got so uh, so so the first couple of spaces is partners are uh, uh, the partner is H and A, and we're we're uh, we're in Shenzhen. So if you're in Shenzhen and Beijing and Xi'an, come come look us up. Awesome! Thank you so much, Alan, for sharing. And thank you, Michael. Good stuff. Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry, China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.